Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and Abby, I are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out of the woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. have over 200 episodes in the bank. Do you feel different? Do you feel fuller as I a woman? I still can't believe that we've been doing this for as long. I didn't know either because remember, every time we come up to the anniversary, <laughs> I call it one year. I, st- I just can't believe that we've been doing this for this. It almost seems like because of the pandemic, you don't really, we're like, wait, that was how many years ago? Yeah, it's a mild stroke. Right. That was... um. We've been doing this for a long time. It will be four years. It's four years. Interesting. Anniversary show, everybody. Getting you some finer times and dates coming up. Um, right out of the gate. Okay, hit me. Hopefully this will be included. I just want to <laughs> get, get this out of the way before we commit. I want to send one of our dear listeners, who is an avid uh, supporter of the podcast. Oh, one of the five. Yes. Yes. Uh, I just want to extend our... Deepest sympathies to Paul Kanan and his family. He had a death in his family recently, so we just want to let you know that we're thinking about you. We oh. love you and we support you, and we appreciate you supporting us. And I hope that this little podcast uh, lifts makes your you, day, yeah, makes oh. you laugh at least a little bit. Paulie, so, uh, I am sending you all the love in the world. I don't know what's happening. Do I want to ask questions? We don't need to. There are no questions to be no asked. No questions to be asked. We're sending you all the love and good vibes. That's correct. Paul So Kanan. there's that. I'm coming up in my 19th year in the city of New York. Literally thought you were going to say your 19th birthday. And I was I, like, I'm what 19? crack are you smoking, pretty girl? I can't believe I've been here 19 years. Of course, it's around the same time that Jennifer, or Jennifer, Janet Jackson. <laughs> Jennifer Jackson. Jennifer Jackson Lewis. She was in the ensemble of Chicago. Uh-huh. I lovely. Um, wait a minute. 19 years. It's amazing. I see you're 19. I can't believe it. And I raise you. 24. 24 years. Wow. Holy mother of God. And Never I. Never thought I was going to make it, to be quite honest. <laughs> I don't think any of us should have. No. Why did we have to do this? Why do we have to work so hard to live in a place? You know, the other day I was like, you know what? It's really great. I'm like, remember the pandemic and people shooting up? <laughs> so, that is so, I get out of the train and like uh, dollars to donuts, ran straight into someone injecting. I don't know what, I thought it was a big pen, but it was a hypodermic <laughs> needle. It could have been. I was like, holy shit. And I he was literally. Just writing his laundry list that day. As if I were like a uh, visitor from Orlando. I'm like, holy shit. Like, I couldn't take my eyes off it. I'm like, I am not new. I this am is not, not new. This happens on your stoop on a Tuesday. Why are you shocked? And then I'm like, well, I don't see that too often. And then without skipping a beat, saw it the next day, like in a different location. I'm like, you know what? Drugs are back, New York. Oh, drugs, drugs have been back. back for a while now. Oh, and we're not it. hiding them. That's the best part. They're out there. They're out there. And actually, I think they're on those like um, those little fold out tables, like the guys at Union Square, the ones mm-hmm. who decide that they, in order to sell their incense, they have to light 50 pounds of incense. I'm okay with not having I, all that incense at one time. I hate incense so much. There are flames on the table, just gonna say, and they gonna smell like patchouli. Patchouli. Patchouli on the side of my face. A patchouli in my nose, <laughs> in my mouth. And I, w- I got out Union Square the other day. And why do you need I'd rather, to light I'd rather, a tree? I'd rather smell boiling bologna. Than patchouli. I would rather smell the the two train, which is pure urine now. I'd rather smell Tootie on the two train <laughs> after a full shooting of Facts of Life. After she shoots up. <laughs> the smell of incense is so offensive to my delicate palate. There is this candle shop, which I can't even believe I just said that, because how is there a candle shop in New York City? Wait, it, is let it alone- purely just candles? It's candles and incense and peppermint. <laughs> incense and peppermint. It's this weird can. It used to be next to, or it is where Mont Blanc used to be back in the day, ladies and gentlemen, on 48th Street. Which also used to be a, a uh, martini bar. Lucia. Where I worked. 
Did you got, know that? Yes, because we've talked about this because I also worked there for a hot second. Then I realized I'm going to have an anxiety attack. <laughs> How did we not overlap? And that's when I told you I almost lit the place on fire. Yes. Okay, we good. Already, yeah. All right. Because Lucia's and it, it was Lucia and then it became Marie's Crisis Mont Blanc, whatever the fuck it was called. Yeah. And then they closed and they opened again. Then they moved to where therapy is, got arrested soul. And, and then now it's closed. just candles. So the place next to it is a candle place, which has been there. I just don't understand how many people go in and buy candles on a daily basis that it's like, oh, here's your rent. It's $100,000 a month. Yeah. What is are you selling? Is there that much candles. call for candles? Which is why I think it's a front for something else. It has to be. Because like, you know how you see the storefront psychics and every time I'm like, how do you afford this place? Blow jobs on the inside. And then I always think, did they hear me say that? Mm-hmm. And then on the other side, cockfighting ring. Right. Springboard into that. If anybody has watched, call me now. The Miss, Miss Cleo. Cleo. Yeah. That's, that's, did you watch the documentary? Of course I did. I just saw it. Fantastic. Remember we talked about this? That I was like, you got to get on this. You got to watch I it. I just did. I okay. got on it. I got on her heart. Heart. And then didn't you know rode that she was her? a lesbian? Didn't know that she was a lesbian. She didn't know she was a lesbian for she most of her life. She didn't see that coming. I know. That was the ironic thing. Yeah. If you were really touched and you had the gift. And I also like the fact that she committed to that Jamaican accent and everyone from Jamaica is like, that's not a real accent. <laughs> and to the day she died, she committed to it, which is like, and she never even mentioned it. She never said, she never broke and was like, no, once oh. you're in character. I mean, Madonna had a British accent. We just accepted it as like, this is version 12.5. Right. But then like every other Wednesday, like, or whatever, you know, the Michigan ask, you know. The, yeah, the, yeah. Detroit. Back to, and then yeah. now suddenly she's Long Island. Right. And then she's a baby. You remember Madonna's like baby voice for a while? Yes. Yes. With that it's- little tiny cartoon with like the giant thrush of white hair. Madonna is just playing one big improv game. She's like, I I need a person, place, and a thing. Yeah, but I don't like this iteration of it. I don't know what this is, but it's kind of- Braces? Braces Madonna? Yeah, it's, I don't, that, and like the no eyebrows and the red hair. It's, I don't know what, and also the face is different. And the alien, yeah, alien You kept the doll, but you changed the face. You changed the face! Why?! I'm like, I, you know what? I'd rather go back to baby talk. I don't like baby talk, but I would take Madonna's baby talk than whatever, what, like, stormtrooper thing is happening right yeah, now. Yeah, but now you can't walk it back is the thing. You no. can't go back well, to the Madonna you Well, she can't walk it knew. back. Because she can't walk anymore. Something happened. Something snapped, literally. Like her hip, her backbone or something. <laughs> because if you watch her, if you watch her dance now, it's like, it's like watching, like, a first-time uh, cruise ship performer when, when they're they, at the high seas and like, they oh shit <laughs> I can't get my feet underneath she's like a drunken pirate right now yes and then she kind of I don't did you watch that one thing when she was singing in the village and she's like on a piano no I her, do my best to do a heavy diet of Madonna it's like eating fudge sure you can't have too much of it she had her blunt bangs and like <gasps> the, the curly waves and then of whatever she's doing now which is like let's put on all the jewelry around my neck yeah and it's gonna weigh weigh down her she's got brittle bones right but I think it, maybe it's disguising the neck because it's very difficult to get a neck lift I don't know but she does all these and then she's of course like in her underwear and she's like getting on the piano and it's like <laughs> But I'm not going to lie. Here's the thing. She's going on tour. I understand this. And my whole family. She should just stand there going. and sit still. Well, that would be amazing. And then everything just swirls around her. And like, she's Mariah, just... like Mariah Carey fucking figured it out. She's like, listen, dress me up, prop me up. Get away from me. Play the back tra- the background vocals. and Get some hot dancers. Everyone just spin the fuck around and then like give Confetti me Confetti like, cannons. Yeah. It's like the tunnel in Willy Wonka when it's like. Is There's no right? earthly way of knowing where Mariah will Wall be Street. blowing. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to be sick. That's Mar- Mariah's art director for her concerts. She's like, you. I'm just going to stand here and you take care of whatever the fuck is happening. Yeah. It's me. like, you know, when you go to the see Barbies and they're like propped up and they have that thing around yeah, their that's waist. Her. That's just, that's her. Yes. Strap her in, call it a She's day. She's like, I've already told you I'm not a dancer. I'm barely a mover. And now I'm not even going to move. I'm not. I'm just going to be purely still. Yeah. And so my family, everybody started to mobilize. They're like, Madonna's coming to the garden. Let's all get tickets. So originally I said, yeah, I'm in. I want to see what the hell is happening. But I'm the tickets like start at 400. Absolutely not. And remember she wasn't showing up for her concerts? Well, because I think she... 
Remember when she fell down during that that performance? Was that they, Super Bowl? No, it was that it was at some live perform performance when someone was like her cape. They snapped her cape, but the <gasps> cape wouldn't release, and it yanked her down the stairs. <laughs> Living for love. It was like she was like she was like a matador or something with a giant fucking cape and like all the dancers were like La Isla Boni oh! <laughs> kind of and she's like I'm living for love <laughs> and then she's like going up the stairs and then one of the dancers like yanks her cape and it's supposed to break away but it didn't and it pulled her all the way down the stairs you think they killed I don't the dancer? Laugh. I don't want to laugh but this laugh. is the truth or dare moment so it came back to bite her it did karma's a bitch it comes back around it even came, if it is 45 yeah, years 45 later 45 years later like I don't want to laugh but, uh, but um, Madonna got yanked down the stairs. I mean, that looked fucking painful. I think I'd be nervous painful. watching. I am nervous. I'm nervous because I, again, remember she had the Ray of Light voice too, where it was like, oh, you've done some work. Although, oh, yeah, although, she did. She put some epic because it was like, I think, post Vita, She was, you know, riding a high. Mm-hmm. She was rainbow high. Yeah, despite the fact that, you know, Patty Lapone was like, this is garbage. <laughs> Patty LuPone's watching it. She's like, you dropped it 10 keys. She's like, that's not. Yeah. That's that's crap. That I, movie, I that, know, I'm, there was I'm nothing not... exciting about Evita. I liked it, but at the same time, I didn't know who Patty LuPone was when I watched it. And I was like, oh, this is great. Oh my God, what kind of gay were you? I was a closet homosexual deep in my fraternity. Oh, wow. I you mean, were deep I had, in I there. I had layers. Uh, I had doors on doors and doors on doors on doors of closet. You were a baklava. I mean, of repressed homosexuality. I covered all my track. I, you know what? That would have been the great, the greatest time for me to be a serial killer was at that time. <sighs> I had covered every. I deleted everything I watched online. Like I was good. You were wiping your a, hard drive. Fuck yeah. yeah! I mean, I erased all my fingerprints and had footprints. I didn't, you know. Yeah. I burned off my finger. Everything. I burned off my fingerprints. <laughs> you would have been the perfect serial killer. Oh you God. missed your time. See, if the Bloomington police are listening right now, they're like, there are several unsolved crimes between the years of We believe it is a current homosexual living in New York City for 19 years now. <laughs> I'm just saying. He do, you'll be on the lookout for him. He has an amazing upper body, no fingerprints. And a Mariah Carey glitter poster in his closet. I think it would be easy to find. That's like a needle in a haystack in New York City. There's two of them, I have to be honest. <laughs> I couldn't decide, so I bought two. <laughs> There's no shame in your game. Absolutely no shame. All this is to say is I'm not going to see Madonna. I was all in until suddenly I was all out. Because then I thought, I'm going to spend 400 bucks to watch, I mean, a senior citizen. I'm going to be horrified. I'm going to be nervous, and she may not show up. There was a time when she was doing concerts where she literally showed up three hours late, and she was getting sued by people. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. God bless her. I think Mariah does the same thing, but I think she got someone stopped her and was like, you can't do that anymore. And she fully was like, okay. She's like, uh, I guess okay, you're right. I'll be 45 minutes late. Wow, all right. I think. But also, like Madonna, the thing about seeing something at the, the garden, it's like, if you're going to spend $400 and you can't even see them, how do you even know it's them? Technically, I don't know. It could be a holographic image. They're doing that with ABBA over in England. And Whitney Houston. Oh, that's right. Wow. I just want to get to a point in my career where I'm important enough to be made into a hologram so I don't have to show up for work anymore. Okay. So you'll be at New York Comedy Club being like, is it her? Because I went to go shake her hand. I went right through. I like that. Maybe it's like a death becomes her type thing. Ooh. I can see right through you. Love it. Love it. Um. So you, you're just catching up, by the way, on Miss Cleo. I just want to bring up, have you seen The Menu? No. You have HBO, correct? I do. If you wouldn't be able to see Miss Cleo if you didn't. You have to watch the movie The Menu. And I'm not just saying that because they have stolen my identity. Oh, okay. Anya Taylor-Joy. Also, she looks like an alien. That's another alien. I don't know who what you just said. Anya what? Anya Taylor-Joy. The girl who was the lead in The Queen's Gambit. Oh. Tinker who- taylor Tinker Taylor Soldier, Spy. Anya Taylor Joy. Uh, she, I can't wait for the day where I get to play her drunk aunt. Okay. If you look at her, she, they have literally physically designed her to look exactly like me. And I'm not saying that I was the inspiration for this movie, but I was. She's okay. a girl with red hair, blunt cut bangs. She's wearing a leather jacket, and she doesn't want to eat anything. You have got to watch this movie. So she and get runs back to the me. merch booth at 
the Lilith fair, and no one told her that it's not. <laughs> and she's wearing anymore. black combat boots <laughs> with a dress. Yeah. It, like a baby doll, like a baby doll dress, like the. Yep, that's me. And like a black boots. choker. Yeah, of course. Leather jacket to give her some. She's saying credit. Sarah McLaughlin is on stage four. Yeah. You got to watch this really movie. Really unironic makeup. So this is your assignment. Go and watch the menu and come back to me. Okay. There's also a character of a sommelier in there who really makes me laugh because it's truly like he'll present a bottle of wine and he'll be like, this is a young Cabernet. It's, um, it was homeless. And then it got discovered by a white family and it was taught to uh, encourage its love of football. And I'm like, isn't he just explaining the blind side right now? Like <laughs> this, that's the only way I went to a restaurant last night and like someone was explaining like wines to Marcus or whatever. And I just remember the panic of being a server. I'm like, I can't remember anything because I'm not a strong student. So I'm not a very strong swimmer. I can't really like retain all this information that, you know, like, okay, so what's in this? You'd have like that menu test right before everyone comes in. I'm like, uh, 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 peanuts. Garlic. They're like, no, there's no peanuts. And, <laughs> So like, and they're like, oh, can you recommend uh, a red? Sure. And then what's the difference between this? Well, this red from this branch of blah, blah. I would be like, I'd have to invent, my whole thing would be nonsensical. I'd have to be like what you just explained. Yeah. You'd be like, this is a Cabernet Franc. Um, it's misunderstood. It was raised on the mean streets of Boston by itself. And then um, a very prominent mathematician found it and discovered that it had a gift and mm. it was actually a genius. And then it met Robin Williams. And you're like, wait, no, 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 no. That's that's not Goodwill the one I hunting. Want. You're like, no, no, no. Okay. So it okay. used to be a founding member of Kajagoogoo and they broke up. <laughs> He owned a bake shop this, in New York City for a little bit. The Chardonnay is from Sweden. It sings with its sister. And um, it was very... <laughs> uh, this wine used to make its own diamonds. And then uh, oh, I used to live okay. in a trash can. Had a syndicated uh, TV cartoon show. <laughs> now I'm just guessing what it is. <laughs> You're like, Wait, is that Heathcliff? It doesn't matter what it is. Maybe it is Heathcliff. You're drinking Heathcliff. Congratulations. It's cat wine. This Pinot Grigio was born into a very successful theatrical family and had a very uh, in, a wonderful career and a now great TV show. Now we're just TV playing show. Pyramid. They're like, uh, I, don't, I don't know. The Jackson family. Next. Friends. Jennifer Aniston. I'll take- Why are my hands tied down? <laughs> so will you drink her or won't you? I'll have the Jennifer Aniston. Please, does it pair well with steak? Leprechaun, <laughs> picture perfect. <laughs> they do when you play pyramid. They tie your hands down. Yes, they yeah. legitimately do. It's because so you don't mime out anything. Uh, yeah, so you can't act words. it out. You, I, you know how when I used to yes. test the show, but they actually have the straps in that room. Yeah. So now I'm like, when I used to do like test out, you know, uh, what do they call game games? shows? Yeah. I test out game shows for people. I t- I write board games and I test out game shows. This is my life. And that's when Michael Strahan was hosting it. I don't know if it still exists. And they they run it before they do the show so that Michael Strahan can, you know, practice. But they set it all up like you're in the studio. But really, you're in like an executive boardroom. So all of the people from like NBC Universal are sitting behind me. And I was strapped into a chair with my hands down by my side. It would be really funny if they actually like strapped your neck and the top of your head. <laughs> they put a you, bag over me. <laughs> you're like in the electric chair. <laughs> yeah. Like she's just too animated. We're going to have to strap it's, I'm up. sorry. We're going to have to put a bag over your head. Why does it have to be a potato sack? Just don't ask questions. I can't hear I can't hear the clues. With Can you guys potatoes? loosen the rope a little bit? I can't, I can't hear the clues. I can't see my <laughs> there, And there's also a stray mouse inside this bag. Did you clean it out before you put it over my head? Why does it smell funny? Is this a feed bag? <laughs> Oh my God, I told you I don't want to eat. <laughs> I'm allergic to barley and whey. <laughs> it's, it's burning my eyes and I, my tongue is getting thick. Can you guys take this back? I just want to play a game. It's the unsexy American horror story. Maybe we should start the podcast. <laughs> Let's do it, shall we? Sure. Let's say welcome to the good people. Welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I'm your host, Martin McDonough. And I am Annie Lennox. And we are coming to you from the Maha Ah Bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? Ba 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 
Okay, uh, mama. Okay, you guys, we're gonna have to go back to the top. That was great. Can you mow a little bit less? A little bit less. Okay, back to one, everybody. And no, make it stop. It won't. Oh my god, it has to run through. <laughs> of all the things you don't want to remix. That's it. Wouldn't it be great if the music never came in and it was just him? Well, that's where I thought that was going for a minute. I, for a minute, because I was like, where is the... Yeah, exactly. That is maybe... like talk. That is like an alarm I want if I... if Because now my alarm is like this gentle, like... Patty, Chimes. Patty, get up. Yeah. Patty, it's time to get up. It's Patty, it's time to get up. It's like a gentle nudge where my mom used to come in um, when she would wake me up. You know, till this day. No. <laughs> when I was a kid, she would pretend to play the bugle. <gasps> at the bottom of this like it like next to your bed take it's time to get up and she'd do that the entire for the entire song she would do it i'm like i am up lady i'm gonna throw you down the stairs but that is commitment to a bit though good for She's her sweet. she thought but as opposed to moth who would sit she would scream to me from the bottom of the stairs at 6 30 in the morning well and she's we've got all... that voice and that everyone in the block was like i'm up <laughs> I know. please call her like her i would rather up. have a rooster <laughs> but instead of Mom but going, not rooster from annie right? and she would expect me to yell back to her and i was fully in bed asleep what she expected me to do was respond before she stopped making that noise did you go downstairs like my gift is not warmed up yet therefore i cannot I swear to God, I hate you so much. That is literally what I said to her in so many words. I was like, my voice is my job. And I can't yell. I was 15 years old. Can't yell to you early in the morning. You're like, She's like, listen, Celine, we're all here at the table playing tambourines. I am awake. <laughs> I am awake. Getting in the shower. That was my Celine. That's great. And you should be enjoying that Celine this week, all weeks, every week, because we're ba 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 bringing you the advice articles of Ann Landis and Dear Abby. We're playing you annoying music, and then we're making you do it again. Ba 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 ba. So what are you waiting for? Ma, 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 Follow us on your social media at Dear Pod Official. We have a website, DearPodOfficial.com. You can email us, DearPodOfficial at gmail.com. But why do that when you can slide into our DMs? That's really hard to keep up. I'm sorry, everybody. Let me just end one it and tell you the most important thing in a very gentle NPR style, tote baggy, carrying type voice. Yeah. We have a Patreon page, patreon.com slash official. We have for a mere 3 or $5 a month. If you throw it at us, we'll throw something back at you. Extra special tidbits in your inbox every week. Like a frozen ham. A frozen ham at Paula Dean's face. We're coming Hiya. at you oh. with our Patreon. And if you give us money, we'll use it towards something good, like a trip to Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, which we have been threatening for four years now. We've been giving you four years of quality comedy content and we are going to be giving you a live show to celebrate said four years so we will be giving you more details on that asap as soon as we nail down the exact date correct but we're excited to be bringing you some new fresh stuff in 2023 it's time we need a facelift again we need to start lifting all the layers like we're madonna 12.8 She's like the new iPhone. A new face comes out every year, and we need we need to facelift. I like time. her to go back to one. I think we've got, if she's exhausted, all she's like, let's do a rehab. We can never go back to before. We really, but can. I'll try. <clears throat> we should. I think try. she should try. I love Madonna OG. Like back when she had a birthmark, like that beauty mark. Yeah, bangles and birthmarks. Ba- well, she's got the bangles, so well, maybe okay. Maybe I should. Now it's like less is more. She should look in the mirror and say, okay, let's take 25 things off. But the thing is, we didn't all like her when she suddenly was like Madonna with a guitar and showing up and doing kids' books and wearing like floral 
you know, ladies auxiliary dresses. We've we give her a lot of shit. We give her too much shit. And I think I that really we, have, we have we it's our fault. We've done. This. Listen, I didn't say anything about that. I didn't mind the bedtime story when she read the bedtime story. <laughs> yes. Uh, in a nighty and she's the MTV con- I mean, give her this. She's it. constantly innovating and changing. Not everything has to be great. Right. However, but it's like, oh, I liked that. I liked her. So, like, so which one is it? Do you know which what I mean? Which version do we like of her? Well, no, it's like, well, how do you know which, like, whatever, this version right now is like, wait a minute. Do you, are you like a bathroom attendant now? I don't want this version. I don't want this version. <laughs> bathroom attendant. You know, it's like, if all of a sudden, like, your your friend's personality just kept changing and you're like, no, 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 I, I don't Go want. Back. I don't Go want, back. I don't want the crazy party girl. I want the. The girl that knows how to listen and we have good conversation and you're funny. I don't want whatever you are like post-accident. Yeah. Person. It's like Malibu Barbie, daytime, nighttime Barbie, nurse Barbie. We're getting something new every three months. Right. But then it's like, well, then what is, wh- who are you to me now? Yeah. I don't understand. I want bathroom attendant Madonna because I want to go to Sardi's and be like, I think Madonna just gave me a mint. I don't know. But she was singing sooner or later. That can't, is that Madonna? Is that, I gave her a dollar. I don't know. I'm so glad I had cash on me when I went in there. And then she gave me a bracelet because she had so many. I don't know if she was selling them. <laughs> well, it was it's those her ca- own, her, Kabbalah bracelets. It's her own store. She just happens to be wearing it all. <laughs> but she bought too many of them when she went through Buddha Madonna phase. Oh, that's true. Madonna Buddha. Oriental Trading Company Madonna. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's my favorite Madonna. <laughs> and you're my favorite audience. So let's give you some articles. This week's theme is uh, painting, artists, Art museums. We're just going for an artsy fartsy type thing. The artist's way. Have you ever done the artist's way? I can't talk about the artist's way. It's exhausting. Your morning pages. I know, I know, I know it's good. I just like a gratitude journal. I know it's good. And I've talked about starting one and I did it for a while. And for a while, I mean like seven days. And then I forgot. Then I was like, I'm not really that happy right now. Yeah, but if you were grateful to stop doing it, Mission accomplished. I mean, I'm grateful in little things, like uh, finding a great vacuum. I'm grateful for that. Oh, a Dyson. This is from the Kitsap Sun, Bremerton, Washington. I have no idea what What the hell? I'm just happy to be nominated. September 29th, 1970. Artists work... Oh, never mind. I cut that off. (laughs) Dear Abby, my wife's brother started painting as a hobby a couple of years ago. I'll admit, I don't claim to know anything about art, but I know what I like and his stuff looks like an explosion in a paint factory. Now he is about half finished with a portrait of my wife, which he is doing as a Christmas present. He's working from a snapshot. My wife and I have seen it, and we can hardly keep our faces straight, but we don't want to hurt his feelings. When it's finished, do we have to hang it up in the living room, or should we take it right up to the attic where it belongs? Signed, Nameless. Dear Nameless, prop it up downstairs for a respectable length of time, then quote-unquote, store it in the attic with the Christmas decorations. And if your brother-in-law notices it's gone, tell him you just couldn't bear to hang his sister in the living room. I hang love... her in the attic where she belongs. Oh, like um, Dorian Gray. <laughs> I love bad art so much that I, I, I actually think I want to get my own collection of shitty art, especially when people try to figure out, um, like, faces when somebody goes on an artistic journey where they're like, I'm going to figure out how to do a still life of Patty. And then you get it back and it looks like, remember when they tried to. So they, Don't. That, I know what you're going to say. The Jesus picture or whatever. Yes, it might, that, that, to might, retouch it. that might make a reappearance later in the podcast. Saying, oh, no. Glad, real? I'm glad, okay. you, glad you just said it. We're very simpatico. I'll put a pin in it. It is so yes. I'm. I don't understand the art world. I'm around it a lot. I yes. am always fascinated by it. I remember like when they opened up the Museum of Contemporary Art in Chicago, and the meat chair was like a big thing. It was a chair made out of meat. Oh, did they have to keep changing up the meat? They just had to season it. Um, <laughs> and I just remember like I don't understand. Like I don't understand. Like I got pop art. I love pop art. Yeah. But at the same time, I could see why people are like, well, that's not really pop art. That, that's not really art because it's, you know, whatever. Yeah. A meat chair. I feel like I, I, these people are fucking laughing all the way to the oh, bank. Oh, absolutely. You're getting punked. And then you hear them talk to one another. And I, I mean, I have to, I have resting bitch face anyway. So, or it looks like I'm smelling a constant fart. Like someone has explosive diarrhea. <laughs> because these people talk about this thing, these artists and the art projects or whatever, and I am looking at them like, 
did you wipe? Like, I, this is, I'm like, I can't even believe, like, what are you fucking talking about? And they'll go on and on and on. I'm like, am I staring at the same thing? Is this just a frame on a white wall? Because you actually didn't paint anything. Is this a frame? Is this from the great frame up in Oak Park Mall? Yeah, that's all it is. And people, the listeners should know that I think our friendship really began based in you taking pictures of ridiculous art that you were having to handle every day and sending it to me. pin in that. Oh, okay. We're going to put a pin in that. I didn't say where I handled this art, um, but I have taken pictures of art throughout the city of New York. Just, uh-huh. you know, and so, oh, and my, sends it to me. Sends it to her uh, digitally. And says, this is worth $7.5 million. And it was, one of them was a chair, like a little kid chair that was like hanging sideways on a wall. I, like if you go to MoMA, and you see some of these things, and like it, I'm fascinated. I laughed. I, like I don't. I, I mean, this is. I don't know why we're not millionaires because I don't know why this isn't the number one trending topic on Twitter every day. When you see some of the art and some of the stuff that people are getting for it and paying for it, but then by the same respect, let's not forget. Um, I couldn't find a big enough canvas to hang on the wall in a one specific area where basically. You'd think it was because I wanted to be all artsy. I'm covering up a hole in the wall. So I need a very large piece of canvas. And so I just took paint that we had left over in the house from when I couldn't decide on wall color. So I got like 50 samples of these different kinds of paints. And I went down into the garage and I just threw some of it on a bigger canvas. And then I hung it up. Everybody wants it. My sister started painting a couple years ago. And um, I didn't know that she was an artist. My other sister, Carol, is a wonderful artist that I know of. Okay. And I didn't know that my sister, my other sister, um, I knew she's creative, but I didn't realize that she was interested in paint. So she makes these huge canvases or whatever. She's selling them for like thousands of dollars. What? And she's like, like, become like this artist. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. What the f- because what? you can, it's just, it's the ultimate manifestation. I'm like, I'm doing something, like, I yeah. can probably do anything. You can do anything. I'm reading, reading Rainbow. Ra- ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Damn it, you have to be so fast on the trigger around here to say things. <laughs> I am, I can do anything. In Take a, book, a look. It's in it's a book. It's in a book. A reading reading Rainbow. Rainbow. Damn it. I mean, we should all be doing this because then I made a second one, another spatter paint thing, and people went nuts for that. And a friend of mine, who happens to be a millionaire, said, "You should be selling these." And you, that's all. And then he says, "Right, dear pot on the bottom of it." <laughs> I was like, "So now we have merch." I'm saying there's everything is so subjective. Like, yeah. Think about it. Like, there are so many shitty movies. I just watched one the other day with Jennifer Lopez. I wish I could say that it wasn't a shitty movie, but it was. Every gen- Have you ever seen an Academy Award winning Jennifer Lopez movie? Yes. She was great in Hustlers. She was great in Out of Sight with the Steven Soderbergh film. She was great in Selena. And then I don't know if she just said yes to everything that came her way. And Made Manhattan happened and there was a <sighs> Don't get me started with Made Manhattan. I don't understand. I don't understand how we're supposed to believe that she went from cleaning a toilet Within 30 minutes, having full waiting for tonight airbrush makeup uh, in that white jacket, and then none of it got off of the, the. I don't understand it. You're more concerned about how the makeup didn't get on the jacket. I'm more concerned the fact that she had like three and a half hours of makeup between the time that she put that white jacket on and got to the Central Park, pretend that she was somebody else, and we're not supposed to know that. I don't understand that. Three words: makeup gun. So yes. So my point is, if if people are watching the, this type of movie which is called Shotgun Wedding, and people are watching it. It's garbage, (laughs) and she can make a gazillion dollars off of it. We can make art and sell it at like some kind of art fair and Renaissance or something. We can be Renoir. We can do something. People are buying. There's shitty art everywhere. So get in on it, everybody. You heard it here first. Get your shitty art here. I mean, let's make shitty movies. I mean, people are... I, like I watched I the entire fucking Jennifer Lopez movie. This one and Marry Me. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. I've already said it. She's she's. Why is it d- always wedding related? I don't know. Wait, Marry Me. Isn't that the one that you were in? Julesy was in Marry Me. Do you know that? Yes. He had a backwards hat on. And I think he said, over here. Yes. Were, I don't want to. like a paparazzi or something? Yes. Okay. Yeah. 
Look at he's he's trying to play it cool, but yeah, hands he was in, in a J Lo movie. Yeah. Was that right? Was that your line? Uh Let me try it. Over here. Was that good? That's great. All right, back to one. I have an article for you, and it comes from the record searchlight, a newspaper I have never heard of before from Redding, California. This one says, artists should paint portrait as he sees it, scars and all. Dear Ann Landers, the grand old man of our family passed away several months ago at the age of 82. Uncle Cy left 64 descendants. Jesus. And he was loved by each and every one of us, apparently, many times over. The family wants to have an oil painting of Uncle Cy painted by a fine artist who works from photographs. We plan to present this portrait to Uncle Cy's widow on her 80th birthday. Please help us settle a question which has produced some strong differences of opinion. Uncle Cy had a prominent scar on the side of his face, the result of a wound he received in World War I. He also had a blood blister on his lip. Some of the... (laughs) He also had a cleft palate. He also had one eye... No, I'm just kidding. I was like, Jesus Christ! Was he attacked by a fucking infected pigeon? The result of sleeping with a bear. All right. (laughs) They feel it would be... It's the bear part of that. (laughs) No, 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 no. We don't know the the difference between real and game. Now I'm reading again. Reading again real time. They feel it would be indelicate to have these abnormalities reproduced. The artist does not agree. May we have your opinion? It will be the deciding one. Signed, go between. Here go. A portrait should be a faithful interpretation of what the artist sees. This means scar, blood blister, the whole bit. Abraham Lincoln was once faced with a similar decision. When Lincoln sat for his official portrait, his wife did not want the artist to show the wart on Lincoln's face. Lincoln insisted that the artist paint him as he saw him, and he did. What at all? She's like, let's put a little mole over here on his top lip. Could you do that but make it into a heart or a star? (laughs) Something, maybe a glitter? Wasn't she crazy anyway? Yes, like, I thought originally that he was going to be like, look, if you're going to paint a picture of my wife, can you make her look a little bit better? I mean. I mean, every portrait from, of somebody from history looks absolutely miserable. When did we start smiling Well, in I, pictures? Think about it. There were not 14 dresses at one time. It's in the middle of summer. Of course it's What is wrong with wool. you people? Of course you're not fucking happy. You're miserable. And your life expectancy was like 30. So and this the, was being painted at 25. And hopefully the guilt is killing you because you're probably on a plantation. <laughs> you know, and like this is like that's not normal. What you're doing right now is, is slavery not is weighing you down emotionally, as it should. Yes, assholes. Damn it! But they were all miserable. Okay. Okay. Going on, disgusting portraits of people. <laughs> see, I don't, I don't want anyone to be like, oh, I drew a picture of you. I don't want to see it. It's the equivalent of saying, you know, who you remind me of, and I'm like, if it's not my sister, I don't want to hear it. Well, it's, it's never good. What's it called? What are those artists? The um, when they make the huge head caricature artist. Uh-huh. I will never. Somebody said, "Oh, I think it's um, oh, I on. think." Don't okay, you have so one so Jules is no of the two of you. Oh, that guy who did the Mad Magazine stuff did the pictures, but that's not really a caricature. That's from like an artist who legitimately did Mad Magazine covers. Am I right? Yeah, Tom Richmond. Tom Rip, that's cool. Like, he actually paid some cash to be like, make us into a Mad Magazine cover. Different than a caricature. But still like a giant head and a tiny body. Yeah, well, that's how I want to be seen. Oh. Anya Taylor, join me all day. There it is. Oh, yeah. No, it's happened to be right behind <laughs> It's right behind you. We'll give that to the Patreon members. Patreon.com slash official. But a caricature why artist. He, why is Jim with Katie Seagal? I don't understand that. Do you know how, how much I'm getting that now? I am getting Peg Bundy all the time. I, I don't hate it. I would much rather that than Eleanor Roosevelt. People are saying I look like Peg Bundy at that Tamron Hall show thing. Homeless Peg Bundy. <laughs> so the caricature artist, Jules's nephew, is getting married next year, and I think they have a caricature artist there. I will not be sitting for that because he the caricature artists find the most disgusting thing about you and make it five times bigger than it is. Hey, and so instead of them being like, what do you like, skateboarding? You like, what do you like, surfing? 
Instead, they're going to be like, what are you most self-conscious about? Is it your nose? It's Illusions. <laughs> what do you like? <laughs> I like a bag over my head. Give me the painting. I like a dark room and silence. I like Paint not it. you not being anywhere near me. Great. Great. Dark room and silence. <laughs> what, do, what, if you, what if a caricature artist asked you that and you were just honest about the thing? What, hey, so, so what do you like doing, Patrick? What do you like doing? Sleeping, silence, dark rooms. What, what about ball gags? You like ball gags? What if he turned it around and literally was just like the entire time he just shaded an entire piece of paper? It's just all just like <laughs> It's just dark. the inside of your soul. Like you're dark. Yeah. What do you like, Patrick? Anal. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. I like crime shows. I like crime pictures. Um, I like uh, death row videos. What do you uh, like, Patrick? Murdering faces families. Of, faces of death. Uh, <laughs> angry pets. Um <sighs> Human intestines. Wild animal attacks. Um, animal intestines. Uh, deep sea diving gone, gone wrong. Spelunking. Uh, yeah. Choking people out. Decapitations and buses. Yeah. Stuff like that. Oh, okay. Well, let me see what I can do with and that. And I like to work out. <laughs> and he's just, he's just drawing like crazy. <laughs> and gardening. And basketball. Go ahead. <laughs> and uh, I do... Uh, I, <laughs> what do you like? Leather, whips, chains. I also chains. make my own candles. I like okay. being suspended from the ceiling like I'm a bat. <laughs> and um, I, I like baseball. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me an take. Uh, sometimes I like to take a baseball bat up my anus just yeah. to see if I can. Patrick, what do you like? Sounding. I'm sorry, what is that? Sounding. Uh, look at. Just look it up. Just you, Google it. Google it. Yeah. Actually, do Google video. You, you're going to want to see that. <laughs> to see the action. Here we go. This is the Macon Telegraph, Macon, Georgia, January 11th, 1991. Dear Abby. Oh, shit. This is awkward. This is actually it. This is from the Springfield News Leader, Springfield, Missouri, June 29th, 1995. Gifted artist needs to paint own future. Mm. Dear Abby, my wife has a 30-year-old son from a former marriage. I'll call him Jerry. For the last three years, we have been raising Jerry's 10-year-old daughter with little or no help from him. Jerry is now in the process of divorce, and he's moved into our den. He's intelligent and artistically gifted, but he suffers from low self-esteem and sees no reason to look for a full-time job. Our garage is so full of his belongings, we can't park our car inside. I empathize with my wife when he says she feels a strong obligation to help her son. She says she loves him, and he's welcome to stay as long as he wants. I say Jerry is old enough to get out and fend for himself. He will never learn responsibility and self-reliance if he doesn't have to. I am more than willing to continue taking care of his daughter since my wife and I are in a better position to provide a safe and caring environment for her. What do you think? Signed, frustrated in Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara. You're in Santa Barbara. I Uh, think you're fine. Yeah, you're going to be okay. Let this asshole live in the garage. Oh, You know what it is? It's the character, Jeff, Jeff Goldblum's character from Nine and a Half Months. I don't think I've seen that. Wait. Yes, I have. With Hugh Grant? What? Nine and a half months. What are you doing? Yeah. Nine and a half months with Julia... Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore. Oh, yes, yes. Yes, and it's Jeff Goldblum's character. Also, a young Kristen Davis makes an appearance as a tennis instructor or something. Foreshadowing when she... Anyway. I know. So she says, Dear Frustrated, give this talented, bright artist one month to get a job and remove his belongings from your garage or prepare to support him for the rest of his life. Oh. You do him no favor by crippling him with kindness. Trust me, this bitch is like... Hardcore. Artists, we need space to be artists. I mean... How old is he? Does she say? 30 year oh, My wife has a 30-year-old son from a former age. 30. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it's time. So he doesn't have a job. He has a 10-year-old daughter. He's an artist. I mean, you should probably should have thought about that. I know. Before you let him in? No, before you had a baby. Like, well, I really can't afford it because it's... Oh, you're you're like, not thinking like that. This yeah. is America, damn yeah, it. I'm basically the pigeon woman from Mary Poppins. <laughs> feed the birds. Have you met my daughter? Why am feed I feeding the birds? I can barely birds. feed myself. Oh, my God. This has been a hell of a thing. Let me tell you what. And I have one final article for you. This comes from the August later. Sioux Falls, South Dakota. January 16th, 1958. Painters stay in line. 
Dear Anne, may I say a word in regard to the woman whose husband is a house painter? I ought to know a little about this subject because I've been married to one for almost 27 years. All I can say, madam, is don't worry about your husband fritting, frittering away his valuable time with the ladies in the house. No contractor is going to pay $3.10 an hour, local scale in our town, to a painter who spends his time playing games. The boss knows how long it takes to paint a given number of rooms. In fact, he has it down to a science. If your husband brings home a full paycheck every Friday, you may be sure he's plugging along. Sanding and swinging that brush eight hours a day. Signed, Hoot Owl Helen. <laughs> oh, and this is awkward, but there is no answer. Wow. There is literally no answer. She didn't give an I answer. didn't read to the end of the page, but it is about painting. So I tick the box. There's no answer. Happy day, everybody. Wow. A dear Anne. <laughs> so we, Nothing. We have a snafu here. It's awkward. Let me just confirm. Hey, hey it's okay. Nope, nope. No answer, you guys. No it's answer okay. to that. So it's that was just okay. somebody who wanted to bitch. Okay. And she let him have the floor or her have the floor. That's okay. Oh, my God. I used to like painting, like house painting. I um, don't know. I, I also did. Did I ever tell you one time I when I moved here 19 years ago? I lived in Brooklyn, and then I uh, got an apartment on 49th Street, which is now back where I live. And you never left. And I had painted, um, I don't know why I thought it'd be a great idea to paint my apartment. And I asked someone at the local paint store, like I was looking for like a calm, cool, a green, and he suggests a, a color. And I painted my entire apartment. And the boyfriend that I had at the time walked in and was like, oh my God. What did you do? Pretty well, much. you're colorblind. Right. So what I, did you get? Fluorescent? I guess it was, I said, do you like it? And I literally had spent... <laughs> all day doing it oh my god and a lot of money yeah and he's like wow i mean he wasn't very nice but <laughs> he uh apparently it was he's i'm like do you know, i i he's like what what was your intention i'm like like a nice calm green he's like uh this is like miami green <gasps> this is like I, like a sea foam which i can't really see sea foam and i was like is that bad i mean i like it i mean can you tell can you see green i can but i don't know what sea foam green is it just that's seems like, like a light. That's a nice green. Apparently that's not it's Miami. A, it's not like mint. It might have been. I think the. I actually think what I painted was peppermint patty green. Uh oh. But I don't exactly know. It just seemed like a pale green to me. But I can't see intensity, so I can't see brightness. Wow. Unless it's like really bright, then like I'm on fire. And apparently, it you was. Did, you made a bad. I but went through a like, seafoam green phase, and I liked it. It's very spa. Yes, that's kind of what I was going for, and I didn't. I didn't realize that was a bad thing, and I was like. Wow, oh. and it just kept going and going. And then and going. he left for milk, and he never came back. No, then he just like shit on my parade, and then he was upset that I was upset. I'm like, <gasps> well, you, I just had spent six hours painting my apartment, and you come in and tell me it's a terrible job. And you smear and, your feces and on And it. also, you don't live here, so <laughs> goodbye. So go. Get out. We broke Get out of my life. Well, how, how much longer did it last? Not much longer. Yeah. Never insult somebody's paint color. I mean, not just because of that. It's several other things, a thousand other things. But. but let's be honest, that was the top of the list. I mean, it's like if you, if I walked in here after you just like built this bar and be like, wow, that's what you did with your time. Ew! Like, it's nasty. Like, don't be an ass. Right. Yeah. Somebody puts it, nobody does anything to their home in the hopes that somebody walks in and says, well, this is crap. Right. Unless it's like just like moving furniture around. You're like, that doesn't make any sense. And you can move it. Yeah, but if that's it's like, you backpedaling I, because you've said that to me before. What? We've moved furniture around upstairs. Well, no, but I mean, like, that's something that you can change. It's not like if you, like, when you wallpaper it and you're like, what do you think? And I'm like, mm, I wouldn't have made that. I really choice. like the, what it was before. Like, oh. that'd be a shitty thing to say. Cause things Especially that you can't wallpaper, do. because let me tell you what, that will. That will kill a person. Fuck, I've tried to do wallpaper and I. <sighs> you guys, no, it's, it's awful. Not. It's, <laughs> it's so, I'm so traumatized by it because I put up temporary wallpaper in that other room. I don't know how, that's why you hire somebody. Well, also because no one's, I, I don't know, I don't exactly know what happens to a house, but it seems like everything is this perfect square, but really it's not. No. I don't know what happened in my building. I, I'm assuming that it at one point, 
sank and then was resurrected and then just <laughs> like Jesus. sank again. I'm like, why this is, because I was trying to like install something. I'm like, this isn't, am I in a, is this the Titanic? Why am I not? Nothing's Yo, Why level. am I in the slanty shanty? Like right. if you put a golf ball on the floor and, and it moves on its own. Right. Which is most of New York. Right. So nothing, you can't really wallpaper because. It's going to be like that. Yeah. When you're done, you're like, oh, oh, no. Nothing will work. ever be level. No. You're in New York. You're in a sunken triple layer cake. True. Happy anniversary. Happy. 19 years. Right. Lovely city. Is it time for Instagram mail? I feel like we have yes. been here for a very long time because we have. Are you ready? Are yes. you ready? Yes. It's, it's time <laughs> for Instagram mail. Instagram mail. I'm making some art and I'm doing some things. I'm painting some walls and I'm painting some art. And did I mention also that uh, Julesy got me a Christmas gift of a paint by numbers thing, which he sent to China and they sent it back and it's a picture of the littles. So I'm painting right now. It's a paint by number set but it's a canvas, so you like construct your own canvas. But it has like the picture on it, and it has numbers, so I'm painting by number now. You'll see my artwork soon. I'm not supposed to show my art until it's done. Oh, okay, Sarat. I am Sarat. Okay, Sarat. I am Renoir. And it is time for Instagram mail. So email us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com or slide into our DMs at dearpodofficial if you have a question that you would like answered right here, live, on the air. Hit me, Patty. Ow! Dear Pod, I have been going to the same nails technician at the same nail spa for nearly a decade. We always get along great and are very chatty. Here's the problem, though. Lately, she's getting too chatty. She's telling me all about her marital problems and her son's drug addiction. She even broke down crying mid-manicure. I like her a lot and I consider her kind of a friend, but I feel like a weird professional line has been crossed. Can I walk this relationship back a few steps, or should I just find a new nail place? Signed, Hangnailed. Mm-hmm. Clever. Clever. Dear Hang, sadly, I think you're going to have to burn this village in order to save it. Once that foray into the friend zone has laid eggs and raised its tent and made it a home, it's hard to unseat it. So sadly, unless you want to listen to her sob stories while getting a ho-hum manicure that may or may not take forever to finish, in between her breakdowns, your acrylics no longer will have beautiful daisies on them, but just weird abstracts that could be daisies or close depictions of that painting of Jesus that was destroyed by the art restorer. (laughs) You know the one. I'm sure there's there's someone else that can give you American flags for the 4th of July and all the reindeer on Christmas, just like she used to. And this time, keep your distance. No eye contact. No questions. Keep your eyes closed and don't volunteer any information. Not even, nice day, isn't it? Not a goddamn word. Otherwise, chew off your goddamn nails like an animal. Abby. That's a real pickle of an issue. Because if you find somebody good, it's real hard. To replace. True. It's like, it, you know, someone cuts their hair, all of a sudden you've you've gone beyond, and you're like, listen, I came here for a haircut. It's now hour three. We've talked Ugh. all of your, you're, up, you're upset at the other people that work in the salon. I'm really sorry. You've got like, issues this has with ever your happened uncle. to me. But, yeah. Right. But it's a weird thing because you're like, is this, is the service worth it? You know? Like, is it a good haircut? And, and can you... Are you saving money doing it? What What are the benefits? Weigh the benefits against the uh, cons. But here's what Anne has One to One of the say. reasons why I did leave my old haircut place was because I was like, listen, I'm not in a great place and I really don't need to hear about your ungreat place oh, right now. Oh, no. So, but now I go to this Timothy is... John's salon located on 8th Avenue in Elle's Kitchen. Where you too can look like a million bucks. Timothy John's salon next to the honey-baked ham off exit 95. <laughs> Here's what Anne has to say. Dear Hang, this is the danger with all spa services. You're getting very personal things done by someone who are mere feet away from you for a prolonged period of time. You gotta say something. I mean, a Russian woman is waxing your vagine. She's seen parts of you you haven't seen, unless you do a lot of yoga. The least you are is a, so is it cold in Minsk this time of year? How about that Putin, huh? Is it true he's always shirtless? When that social contract kicks in, you gotta talk. But, much like my Jules' urine stream in the morning, that's when things can go sideways. Mm. 
The mistake you made was going too deep too fast. Now you've established a pattern with this woman where she feels comfortable giving you the down and dirty on her whole life. Unfortunately, it's very hard to close the door on this once you've opened it. How can you go from, I'm sorry your son is in prison for cocaine possession, to nice weather we're having today, huh? While a woman is sitting feet away from you as she cries while she cheese grates your feet. You see the pickle? I'm sorry, Hang. It looks like you're gonna have to find a new sucker to tend to your talons. Get out your Yelp and start searching. And this time, wear a ball gag to your appointment. Good luck, you high-maintenance son of a bitch, and happy searching. And Yeah. It's a dangerous thing. It is. But, you know, then you go, how good is the service? Well, that's Is there somebody else who can do this for the same amount of money? And but there is something to be said, because I'm reading this book about uh, changing... Uh, I forgot. The, I, I, <laughs> something I forgot to the, do with changing their life or some something. shit. It's about changing the way that you receive information to, okay. to be better. Um, uh, oh, God. Are you trying to make yourself better? Mm, well, we'll see. Okay. So it's like when people go down this path of like bitching, 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 which I catch myself and I'm like, I am boring myself. Like if I've repeated the story seven times, I'm like, I have to, I've now I catch myself. I'm like, oh, that's, this is not, I can just look at other people and I'm like, you don't want to hear this? I don't even want to, I don't even want to be this person. How did I get here? And what are you doing here? And I'm determined to enjoy myself. <laughs> but that's where I think we can take responsibility and be like, okay, I hear you. And that, you know, when people give you the tough love, with like they've listened to your story like maybe for three years now, and they're like, I hear you, but you've been complaining about this for X amount of years. So, so either change it or shut the fuck up. Right. Or like, let's do bangs. But that's the danger when you're getting your hair done True. is that there are sharp scissors inches away from your eyes. This is when I think you have to f- learn how to finesse that before you say the first thing that comes out of your mouth, which is what I sometimes do, which now I don't. Now I have to workshop it 10 times before oh no i, I see it. now i've i've just kind of like it's called sad resignation when you let the reality of the situation wash over you and just say look this happens if you're getting your hair done it's happening once every six weeks you're letting someone conversationally rape you absolutely you're just submitting you're ear raping me and i'm right. accepting it because i can't find a cut this cheap anywhere else in the city but sometimes it's like a pop quiz which is why i'm not a great student um i don't know what the answer is right away i'm sure when i leave I'm like fuck like the my answer dad, to their issues yeah like my dad used to say when i was auditioning as a child and i wouldn't remember my lyrics or con- or whatever my lines until after i left oh and then he'd make fun of me after which is i think is a great parenting technique by the way <laughs> um <laughs> for all those new parents oh, out there oh now you know the line now you know the line over and over <laughs> you couldn't do it then i'm like wow okay great okay just start hitting me with anyway, the ring so hand. i'm also reading a book on trauma um <laughs> i wish you were kidding your amazon selection is like, like all right we get it <laughs> like people at amazon are like hey this is becky from amazon are you okay we're I just actually gonna make send sure. a person next yeah. time uh this is pat this, this is paul from the trevor project i just want to make sure that you're okay <laughs> I'm fine, thank you. What's the uh, online therapy thing? What you need therapy? Yeah, the the what do you oh talk talk space or something? It's yeah. like we've sent you a a, a year subscription to talk space. Yeah. We think that you need this more. Yeah, and maybe you should not order any more Girl Scout cookies because this is <laughs> going to be your, problematic. Your cart is very upsetting. <laughs> yeah, wow, that's a lot of Carrie Fisher for one man. Yeah, <laughs> who gets CDs anymore? <laughs> It's time again. It's time for our boys, Chris it's and Nick. It's time, time for specialty cocktail, specialty drink. I it's time to drink because we've been. T- color of this it is electric blue, and I'm fucking. Exactly. <laughs> it's like when you eat a blow pop, our mouths are going to turn blue because this week's specialty cocktail looks very fancy. If only I had notes on it. Where are the notes? There we go. Oh, isn't he pretty looking at doing his job? This just in. We have a specialty cocktail for you this week, and it is called Dreamy Dusk. Hey, James, Jules, Ferris, paint me like one of those French girls. For this, you will need one and a half ounces of Kettle One Vodka. Okay. All right. 
one teaspoon lemon juice, soda water, and the thing that gives it its magical color, a half ounce of blue curacao. So hold on to your tongues, babies. Here's what you're gonna wanna do. Combine all ingredients in a highball glass with ice, add lemon rind for garnish. Simple, straightforward, to the point. Here are the tasting notes. If there is anything that is going to get us through the doldrums of these gray winter months, it's going to be an art project. Just ask Erin. She is currently working on a paint-by-numbers painting of our two fur babies, and she has no idea that the rest of the neighborhood hasn't come out of bed since January 2nd because this cold, hot, warm, rainy, snowy, windy time of year just stinks on ice! What we need is a nice art project to take our minds off of our reality and escape in the colors and depth of a nice portrait. Or fruit. Or a screaming man holding his head. Today, I offer you the dreamy dusk. A colorful gloss of blue hue, paying tribute to Vincent van Gogh's painting, Cafe Terrace at Night. This drink mimics the colors and ambiance of the piece that creates a cobalt-hued cocktail that makes you feel like you're enjoying an outdoor dining experience without the homeless guy taking a dump five feet from you. Mm. Cheers, everybody! All right, let's check this out. See if, if God, even sipping this is going to make me want to cut off my ear. Ah! What is this? What is it? It's vodka. And what? It's really just a lot of vodka. And what? And a little bit of lemon juice. And the blue curacao. But blue curacao doesn't really taste like anything, does it? You want it to taste like something, but blue curacao tastes like nail polish. Maybe that's what it is. That's what happens when you go to the uh, nail spa. The nail technician. Look, while this may not be one of my... This is called the nail technician. This is like the stuff that you put combs in at the barber shop. Oh, yeah. Barbicide. Yeah. It looks like barbicide, and it tastes, tastes like, like barbicide. <laughs> it kind of, it really does. Because here's the thing: this is actually yep. a more functional drink than you know. This is not the drink that you have if you want to sip and be, you know, light and buoyant. This thing actually gets the job done because it's pretty much paint thinner. It's mostly yeah. just vodka. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen a dentist in a while, so I think it just took care of whatever was growing on my. Yeah, teeth. it took it right off. It just if there's something wrong with you, that's the, gonna go yeah. to your insides. Hold is, on yeah. and pull. This is the Windex for your insides. It looks like Windex. We should just call that Windex, too. Yeah. I definitely want to cut my ear off. Windex is kind of amazing. Oh, my God. Chris is our little... We have our sexy sippers that that Jules gave us, which is the sexy guys hanging on to the straw like it's a pole. Well, and he like literally those, uh... just slid into the drink all the way. <laughs> so he's, But his head is above the water. It's like those pool noodles. <laughs> yes. But he's hammered. What's, oh no! Nope, there he goes. I tipped him. That's a what bit. I like in Fire Island when, like, every pool has like a shit ton of noodles and floats. Yeah, and it's like uh, uh, clearly it's uh, a unicorn with a rainbow unicorn, obviously. Or like an ice an cream. eggplant. Oh, an eggplant! Yeah, you guys I mean, really on the nose. And we're all adults. I don't know why this popped into my head. Um, fuck me if I'm wrong. Does anyone remember the TV show called Fight Back? It was a consumer report show. No. With David Horowitz. It was, oh. That's actually the, the title song. Fight, Fight back, back with David Horowitz. I don't know why it's in my head today, but that it is. That is fantastic. I didn't realize it ran from 1976 to 1992 because I can't imagine. That's a long time. Yes, because it's a consumer. And, and that's the theme song that has been in my head now for the last 45 minutes. Wow, okay. Anyway. Is this fight back? Yeah. I just thought I'd do a little palate cleanser for a minute here. When does this... Wait. Oh. <clears throat> Don't let people push you around. Yeah, These are see. lyrics. Fight back! Damn, this is a hell. I would work out to this song. I might. This is a theme song? Yes. Someone trying to do... Oh, my God. I'm going to use this to get amped for shows. And smiling in your... Smiling in your face. Jesus! They're calling your friend... Oh, yeah. I hope this Goodbye. won't break. By this... the time they're done with this theme song, they've used 
10 minutes of their 60-minute program. I, also, I, w- there's only one host, so I don't know. There's, it's not like they're like... There's so much story. It's not like the entire cast of like Eight is Enough where they have to introduce everybody. No. It's just it's him. Just, it's just him. <laughs> it's just him sitting there. He's, just, but you see him like, he, like, you know, in a park shaking hands with all like these... It's just him he, in different places? Yeah, like basically like going up to the victims from Jen Shaw, shaking hands. This is still going. <laughs> yeah. This, this is song like, is still going. This is the underplay of our... It shows him now. Now it shows him like at the end of the day going home, and then he's, he's like, like double making dinner in like a three piece suit, like this old Jewish guy. <laughs> like what the fuck is happening? But then they run out of material, so now it's like him waking up in the morning. He's brushing his teeth. Now he's the Dunkin' Donuts guy. He's like, I made the donuts. He's he's watching TV at night. He's actually watching his own show. This is still going. He's sewing his own clothes. I thought it was only like, I mean, at this point we should have already heard sha la la la. We've already should have been there. At this that is point. still happening. This episode of Dear Pod is mixed and edited by Jim Ferris and is a property of Pineapple Ranch Productions. Sha-la-la-la.